0: What's up, everybody? This is your girl, author Monique Dool, author of How Do I Handle a Special Needs Child and Handicapped Mom Lessons I Learned Through Cerebral Palsy. And this is Having a Moment with Monique. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today, I am talking about being burnt out, being drained, being tired, being exhausted, feeling like you have nothing left to give, you're running on fumes, you're running on empty. Let's talk about it. So, this week I have been dealing with emotions that I haven't dealt with before. And they were more intense than normal. And I can't really recall what triggered it. All I know is that from that moment on, I've literally been dragging myself Out the house to do things that I needed to do. I'm dragging myself out of bed. I'm dragging myself to the kitchen to cook. I'm dragging myself in front of my laptop to do my homework. Because I'm graduating in less than 30 days with my associates in psychology. I'm just pulling myself on along. I'm like that little egg on the depression commercial that just wobbling along. I'm just going about my day just as mechanical. And just blank, but these feelings and emotions are heavy. My heart is heavy. My spirit is heavy because I realized that half of my life almost have, has gone by and I didn't do any of the things that I wanted to do with it. I haven't done any of the things I wanted to do with my life because I buried myself and my son. And taking care of him. And his care. Everything was Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah. And to be honest, it's always that way. Every little thing I do, I go, oh, let me see if I can, you know, get a babysitter or something. So, you know, I can go to the grocery store. I can't push a grocery cart and a wheelchair. Oh, I want to go get my toes done real quick. Let me see if I can get somebody to stay here for like 30 minutes so I could go get my toes done. Oh, I want to go to the movies. I can't take him to the movies because he makes too much noise. So let me see who I can call that's willing to sit with Jeremiah. Every life happening that I want to do from the minor things to the major things, it all comes back to what are you going to do with Jeremiah. And so it it like just that sentence alone just drills some sort of it's like somebody with a bullhorn with an echo in your head. I have the I just have the proclivity to just say, you know what? Nope, I'm not going to do any of that because it's like I, I don't feel like going through all of that. And then when I do. Ask and stuff it's like I'm asking for somebody to babysit while I travel around the world in eighty days or something, and I get it. I get it. My son needs washing and dressing and changing and lifting and this and that and that and that and that. I get all that, but if you if you want me to be the be at my optimum health and my optimum capacity to function. I have to have some time to do something else other than make phone calls, fill out mounds of paperwork, go to doctor visits, um, obsess over, OK, am I making sure he's healthy? Every It's just nitpick every day. It's like it's like that thing. It's like the, the Weight Watchers commercial. It was an old commercial that came on back in the day. The scale was net, was chained to the woman's leg everywhere she went. It was a reminder that she was overweight. Everything I do is a constant reminder that I have a child with a disability and I know that I I have to live it every day, but I am emotionally drained guys. I am tired. I am worn out. I am beat. I am dust. I am films. I am all of that. I and I know this is going to sound controversial, so don't go off into a tangent. I don't want to do this anymore. There, I said it. I admitted it. No, I don't. I don't want to get up at six o'clock in the morning to get him ready for school and stuff like that. No, I don't want to rush home in the evening to try to fix dinner and all that kind of stuff and have to, you know, try to get him bathed and put him to bed and things of that nature. No, I don't want to go to another doctor's appointment. No, I don't want to talk to another doctor, specialist or therapist. No, I don't want to fill out not another paper, another packet, another form. I don't want to do it point blank of the period I don't want to do it and so that's my confession I don't I was done I think in my mind I was done years ago and I try to divorce myself from that feeling of being done because I love my son I love both of my sons and I and I want the best for him but truthfully speaking Moni is tired guys that's it I don't I don't know what else to tell you I can be emotional about it and all that kind of stuff and I already am but this is how it is this is how it is for millions of specialties parents they're not going to tell you that I'm going to tell you that I don't want to do this anymore I want to be able to wake up in the morning and just go out the house go somewhere freely without having to make phone calls call and you know checking in and having to make adjustments to go around what I really want to do. I don't want to have to keep putting my dreams and my goals on hold because I have to think about who's going to care for Jeremiah while I go pursue whatever it is I want to do. I almost did not even go to college because I felt like it was no point to it. Because what was I going to do? No matter what profession I chose and things of that nature, I still have to have a babysitter. Listen, guys, I have to have a babysitter for an 18 year old. Do you understand the magnitude of that statement? I have to have a babysitter to go to the grocery store. I have to have a babysitter to go out of town for the weekend. Or I have to bring a team with me to help me lift him in and out of the bed at a hotel because the hotel beds are much lower than his actual bed. So it takes almost three of us now to lift him. No, I don't want to do any of that anymore. I want to sleep as late as I want to, stay up as late as I want to, cook if I feel like it, do laundry when I feel like it, clean the house when I feel like it. It's a mess, guys. My, like, my whole mental state and things like that, it's a mess right now because I'm trying to figure out where do I go from here? I don't know. I just know what I don't want to do, and that's this. I wish to God in heaven, Jesus Christ, son of God, son of of Mary and Joseph, that Jeremiah was completely normal and capable of caring for himself. And that reality hits me like a ton of bricks that he can't. And that's where the feelings and emotions come in there, guys. And what do you do with them? You have two choices. You can either pretend like they're not there, do what I did, and crash and burn and almost, you know, literally kill yourself. Or you could talk about it like I'm doing and cry it out, scream it to a pillow, go chop a cherry tree down, do something. But this is honesty. I told you guys I was going to be brutally honest, and people are not ready for it. I've already gotten inboxes already because of some of the stuff I said, but I meant every word of it because this is my life and I have to live it. So. Does that mean I don't love my son anymore because I don't want to do it? Absolutely not. I love Jeremiah. I love Ronald. They are the greatest gifts that God could have ever given me besides his son, Jesus Christ. But I'm tired. I'm tired, guys. I'm tired. No matter how much sleep I get, no matter how much walking I do, no matter how many times I go out with my friends and a couple of family members, I have to come back to this. And I don't want to come back to this. I want to walk through this front door. Because I'm in my driveway. You guys recording this. And have my son run to the door. Go mommy you're home. How was your day? And all that stuff. That's what I want. That's what my heart desires. The rest of this. Nah. I don't want it. I don't want cerebral palsy. I hate cerebral palsy. Point blank in the period. I hate cerebral palsy. But I love my son. I don't want to have to think about any of this anymore. I don't want to have to think about what am I going to do with my son if I die before he do. I don't want to have to even consider any of it. It's like a uh, uh, it's like being in, like that movie Groundhog's Day where you wake up and you relive the same thing over and over again. I'm reliving the same Nightmare over and over again that feels like I'm stuck in here and my life has been snuffed out for me. I don't I don't have a whole bunch of friends. Like I said, I had a, I have a limited support system. This is no way for a person to exist. And yes, I have a relationship with God. Yes, I'm saved. Yes, I love the Lord. Yes, yes and yes. But I'm human. And so I'm asking God, I'm like, God, what, what, what is it? Am I missing a mark somewhere? What, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Is my perception off? Am I just being a whiny McBrady? Because it's partially my fault that I did not do some of the things that I wanted to do. Wanted to do because I conveniently used my son's disability as an excuse not to even try for fear of failure. What is it? I ask myself this night after night as I lay in bed, dreading to go to sleep, to wake up to the same thing the next day. And then when I get up in the morning, I just sit on the side of the bed until I can't until I can't sit there no more because it's time for me to get the day started. I wait to the absolute last minute because I'm tired. I want something else. I need something else. I crave something else. It's not about being with a man. It's not about being married. It's not about money. It's not about material things. It's about how can I get my life back? How can I get my vitality back? I don't have it. I don't have it. I I, I can tell you for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is God's doing. God is carrying me through, guys, because I promise you, I promise you that it's not Moni. Moni is tired. And that's it. I need something else. Something has to give. And I'm going to figure out what that is. I'm going to do some deep soul searching and claw my way out because I refuse to bury myself while I'm still alive. And I refuse to give up. I will not do it. I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living. You hear me? And you out there, thank you guys for your support, your love and your prayers. So this has been having a moment with Moni. And as always, we're going to end with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for every listener who's listening. I thank you for the opportunity to be honest and open those wounds that have been covered far too long. Father, I pray for supernatural strength to move forward. I pray that you change my heart and my mindset, that you give all the other special needs parents the strength and the courage and the wisdom to move forward and live their best lives. We just thank you, Lord, and we praise you that even though we're tired, we're exhausted, we're drained. Father, you promised to never leave us nor for us you promise to be our strength in a time of weakness and God right now I am so weak I don't have the strength to be strong I pray that you be my strength as I continue to, to carry on and take care of this precious blessing that you gave me so I thank you for help and hope and healing you are good God and you're worthy to be praised even in this I love you in Jesus name. Amen. So thank you guys for listening. And until next time, be blessed.